Happy summer, everyone, and welcome back to 12 Days Pod. I'm Kara Zelaya, joined here with my co-host, boyfriend, partner, the song of my summer, Dan Takaki. What up, what up, what up? The song of my summer is Lord's new single, Solar Power. It's deja vu for me. If you're new here, this is our holiday season podcast, one that is so seasonal that it is only relevant during, well, let's say 13 weeks of the year, which is how long Christmas is meant to be celebrated. You heard it, folks. You only have one week to listen to this episode. Otherwise, it's going to go stale. Yeah, that's that's the way it works. We love Christmas and we love Christmas movies and we love our Christmas podcast. Yeah, we do. So we're here to talk about some of our favorite episodes for no other reason than to have a good time. So let's get into it. Dear Daniel, what are we doing this week? So we wanted to make a season one wrap up episode just to, you know, go over what we liked about this season, what we learned, talk about some of our favorite bits and talk about some stuff that didn't make the cut for the episodes that we made. We also wanted to talk about weird bits that have made it into our daily lives during the pandemic because... You know, as I'm sure many of you have, we've gone a little stir crazy being in our apartment for the past 15 months. And yeah. it's been fun to to see how certain aspects of this podcast have made it into our lives and hopefully have made it into yours. And if not, they will. We also wanted to give a little nod to the community of folks who have made this entire podcast experience so great because we talk about Jules and Megan and Morgan and Patrick and <laughs> Seamus and so many people who are now in our head like good friends of ours because they are. And what better way to do it than having a Christmas in July extravaganza. Yeah, so Merry Christmas in July, everybody. So first off, we wanted to give a little bit more insight as to why we made this podcast. Yeah, we've mentioned it. (laughs) The pandemic played a role and we wanted a project that we could do together Mm -hmm. that we could share with other people. We really genuinely enjoy spending time with each other more than anything else, (laughs) pretty much. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) It's wonderful. And so we wanted something creative dan had this kind of background in audio engineering editing radio and i work uh in social media in political media and i wanted to learn the skill set of podcasting production for my work and for just my general skills since 12 Days Pod has aired, I now produce three different podcasts for my job. One which is exclusively me called How Did We Get Here? But I also produce the Daily Coast Liberation League podcast and The Brief. And that's all because of this little great experiment that I had something to prove that it would be a good medium. And that's all very exciting. Yeah, it's wonderful. And then one of the other things that has come out of this is we have no idea how this would work or how this would happen. But But we have decided that we are going to use this podcast as a platform to become the announcers during the Alexandria City Christmas Day Parade. We will be the ones talking about all of the different floats as they come by or all the different (laughs) groups. It's like... There is the Alexandria City High School marching band, and here they are playing Frosty the Snowman, a classic. And wow, I sure love their their costumes. <laughs> Amazing. What spirit? 
And so that's a plug for Mayor Justin Wilson. Hi. Mayor Justin Wilson. For, for those of you not in the know, we live in Old Town, Alexandria, Virginia. It is a suburb of D.C. It is the quaintest little southern town you will ever see. It's mm-hmm. colonial. It's a few miles from Mount Vernon. So like George Washington walked all up in these streets. So we do love it here. But there are some very cute traditions. Like We have a town crier. We have a town poet that comes out during festivities activities and the lighting of the christmas tree which is always great so i'm manifesting this yeah we are going to be the alexandria parade commentators at some point hit us up alexandria we are available so next we wanted to talk about a few of our favorite episodes and bits that we did throughout the year and surprisingly enough we both have the same favorite episode from the year it wasn't our most listened to podcast by any means but it was easily our favorite and we would love to hear what your favorite was so feel free to dm us on instagram or tweet at us on twitter at 12 days pod i mean for me it was josh groban's polar express yeah for me it was one of those things we finished recording the episode and we both kind of looked at each other and we were like yeah this was our best best episode our best episode easily (laughs) it was like our seventh episode and we were like oh we're good at this now like we know what we're doing we just had so much fun recording it also the movie itself is so weird It, it was also a good dynamic of folks listen come for the content but they stay for people's personalities and character and we just actually already had so many bits previous to watching the polar express for this podcast like the believe and (laughs) right it was one of those things where we also both had seen it a number of times yeah or at least i had seen it a number of times and you had seen it which is you know a pretty pretty high bar for you and these christmas movies (laughs) Hey, gang, it was a really bold choice of Kara to offer to make a Christmas movie podcast when she's seen so few of them. We'll touch on it a little later about our upcoming season, but we made a spreadsheet of all of the movies that we're anticipating on watching, and Kara's seen, like, one of them. Yeah, yeah. It's... And, and I've seen most of them, so. It's going to be a tough time for me this season, but I think it's going to help with the hot takes. I was just thinking about the Polar Express, and one of the bits that didn't make it into the podcast was your sister just shouting elves oh yeah (laughs) this is for marissa (laughs) my my sister she might not even remember this but we used to watch this movie a lot and Uh there's a point in the movie where they get to the north pole and one of the kids on the train just yells elves when they see the elves and my sister always would yell that Just kind of apropos of nothing, and it always made me laugh. And so... I love that. That's such a very specific odd trait. Was it year round, or was it only during the Christmas season that she would just? It would yell just be at random. It probably tended to ramp up more around Christmas, but sure, sure. She'd just be like elves. Another another good bit that has really taken off since doing this podcast was from our Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer episode. Oh my goodness. I don't think anyone caught this bit. I didn't even catch this when it happened. So during the Rudolph episode, we had a a game where we decided we're going to make all of the reindeer games. Yeah. Essentially tryouts to be on the reindeer team and the reindeer lineup. Right. And at one point, Kara decided she was going to include the game Who Me? By which I mean Hide hide and and Seek. seek. She said this, and we just went with it, because I was like, sure, hide and seek, that seems like a good game. And then I was listening back to it and when I was editing the episode, and she was like, that classic game, who me? That's right. Hide and, hide and seek. seek. <laughs> and I had to stop editing, because I was like rolling on the floor, being like, what is who me? 
you know, if you say we're going to play the game Who Me, my instant thought would be like, oh, like, guess who? Like, the game Guess Who? But no. I also want to add that the personal level of this that has escalated is that, again, it has been a long pandemic. And the only people we saw during the pandemic before we were vaccinated were our pandemic pod of a- another couple friends of ours, Johnny and Nicole. And so we invented Who Me, which is hide and seek. And again, for context, at this point, the two sets of couples were all living in like essentially glorified one bedroom apartments. And Kumi has now become a staple of our home where what you do is you, you drink a lot and you give the person who is seeking a blindfold and you put them on a chair and like spin them around and they are listening to music the whole time and then they have to seek with their blindfold on. This has really escalated to a lot of high drinks. Yeah, and it's it's really gotten to like a level where we've run out of places to hide in our <laughs> our home because we've done this so many times because it's just one of those things that's always very funny. Yeah. We just have like accepted, oh, who me is hide and seek yeah. now. Well, it, it is this very specific hide and seek because I'm the biggest reign of terror when it comes to this game because the counting part lasts a long time and we only play this in our house where I will like move all of our furniture to basically surround around the person seeking and just fully disorient them yeah but it's been really really fun i recommend who me it is patented by 12 days pod Mm -hmm. so let us know when you play it and it's just essentially blindfolded hide and seek but like it's fun it's great it's a good time i want to say regarding some bits that seem like bits but are just my reality if you ask me to name who macaulay culkin is i could not tell you okay right now i literally wanted to say jeffrey and i know that's not it oh that's that's a new one (laughs) That's not even the one you accidentally call him. What do I usually call him? Chris? Chris. Okay. That's what I thought it was. Okay, but what's his actual name? Is it Kevin? It's Kevin. Okay. I don't know what his last name is. I don't know. You were close. It's Kevin McAllister. And for me, it's a great bit because I have like endless audio of her just saying Chris McAllister (laughs) and me being like, no, it's Kevin McAllister. And then our other favorite person. This one I know because your your brother just had a dog, Ralphie. Yes, my brother had a dog. <laughs> the only reason I remember that you'll shoot your eye out is named Ralphie. Christmas story. <laughs> While we're talking about, it's called a Christmas story, right? Yes. That is an, an episode that nobody listened to. <laughs> It has half the listens of the first block of the rest of the episodes. And Which, I wonder if it's because people hate that movie as much as we do. And if you do hate that movie, listen to our episode because yeah. it's we do not take it easy on that movie. It was our second episode that we put out. And yeah. We really were just like, hey, here's the seminal Christmas movie. Let's shit all over it. <laughs> That was also the first bit of criticism we got for this podcast from my dad. Yes. My dad, guys, as I've mentioned, and during that episode, I watched that movie in passing so much growing up. It was always on at my house. (laughs) And my dad was like visiting right after we put out that episode. And he was like, what do you mean you didn't like this movie? It's a great movie. I'm like, when is the last time you sat and watched this movie? Because it is nonsense. Should we talk about what bits didn't make it? (laughs) Yeah, we certainly can talk about what did not make the cut. So one of the most wonderful things about Kara is she is an incredible public speaker, performer, mm-hmm. Thank uh, you. presence Thank you. in the world, on social media, in real life. And I've never seen her nervous for anything, you know, like any crisis, any any <laughs> sort of event, any time she has to like give a presentation. She's cool as a cucumber, ready to go, untouchable. 
when we sit down to record this podcast, <laughs> it's like a different person is here. Not during, not while we're recording. One, while we're recording, she's perfectly wonderful and charismatic. But it is literally when we have to start this episode, she will take 10, 15, 20, 30 seconds to open her mouth and to let noise come out of her mouth. She will start an episode as we do every episode. Happy holidays, everybody, and welcome back to 12 Days Pod. And she will go, happy, happy. It's so weird. And you're right. There, There's a lot of audio clips of you being like, the stakes couldn't be lower, baby. I just, I, I truly cannot explain it. I also have this problem at work when it comes to recording my own podcast. But I produce all these other podcasts that are like way more serious, way more intense. But there's something about me speaking into a microphone and having people listen to it later that just rattles me to my core. I could speak in front of 10,000 people right now, no problem, not break a sweat. Right. But our like couple of hundred people who listen to this podcast, knowing that someday they will hear me is wild. It's so endearing, but it's also so funny because it... (laughs) We'll be like, all right, it's seven, let's record. (laughs) We'll finish recording at like midnight. If you ever wonder if we get nervous making this podcast, the answer is... Kara does. Kara does. (laughs) It is also very hilarious because of the two of us, I am the extrovert. I'm definitely the loudest. I'm the most generally bubbly energetic. And you're much more introverted and reserved. Mm -hmm. But... Now that we are in season two, I do feel like I have gotten our bearings and this is a pretty well-oiled machine. Yeah, easy peasy. That said, I did veto one of your consistent bits. So my dear Dan, I love him. He's delightful. He was never a theater kid or a performer in the way that I am. But Mm -hmm. Dan did do choir, did do acapella. We all did choir. Everyone, (laughs) Everyone was in choir. You know, Dan is very good at RPG games and D&D, and he has this capacity, as you've probably heard in the Muppets Christmas Carol episode. And if you haven't, go listen, because they're there. Yeah. To really be an impressionist for different voices. His Winnie the Pooh is incredible. Would you like me to give an example of Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> His Kermit the Frog is in full force in the Muppets. I haven't done Kermit the Frog in a while, but here it is. Let's hope it's okay. <laughs> And I've heard a few of these voices when we've played D&D or just being around our house. You know, some of these voices, some of these like Muppet voices, they're all specifically Muppet voices. because Except all, for Winnie. Except for Winnie, right. You also, this is something I've outright banned, Thor. Yeah, it's just... A, a, I hate... Uh, <laughs> fine. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> he can also do Thor really well. And I, for some reason, it freaks me out. And uh, I'm like, no, I, I know that many people enjoy those things. And so many of our friends have been like, Dan has this amazing ability. And I'm like, I know. But that those didn't make it as much into the, the episodes as, as they could have. But maybe this season we will... Uh, dive we'll into see. it more. We'll see. We are doing another Muppets episode at yeah. some point. One other thing that didn't make it into... Not the episode itself, but the episode title is... <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but we have an affinity for giving our episodes different names that are kind of funny, kind of puns, whatever. This is... And- Usually two in the morning, <laughs> exporting the file for I'm like the, Thursday the, night before we are. Yeah, for the like 
8 a.m. drop or whatever time we schedule things to go up. And we are like, what are we going to name this episode? This season we've gotten better about it. We already have ideas for the names of episodes. Yeah, and sometimes it's bits from the episode that we'll put in there. If it's just something we'll say like while we're watching the movie, be like, oh. That's, That's the, the episode name of the episode, title. yeah. One of our most contentious episodes, though, was The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, and we I, both... I, I still bring this up. This is this is the, the, like, the fight I will pick until I die. Yeah, and you're going to lose every single time <laughs> because it's a ridiculous title. It's a ridiculous thing, and it's absurd. And we have brought this to our friends, to Twitter, to everything, and everyone has always gone against Kara because mm, 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 I don't know. <laughs> she's humming because she has no no backup for what this is. And listen, I I'm not particularly like a big stickler about what we name our episodes. Sure. I don't, sure. I don't know what the SEO for all these episodes are, but like <laughs> let's back up. The name of the fifth episode, another movie that we loved, another great episode of ours is What's This? The Nightmare Before Christmas, comma, Bone Daddy. Because Bone Daddy, they, they mention that that's... They call Jack Skellington Bone, Bone Daddy. Like, offhand a couple of times. It's yeah. not, like, a major part of it. And there's a song called What's This? When he's learning about Christmas. Yes. I also want to point out that for our 12th episode, we named it The Santa Claus? More like Parenting Flaws, which was a remix very heavily based from the idea of what I wanted to name The Nightmare Before Christmas, which was <laughs> dance face right now. <laughs> my eyes are closed. I'm biting my lips to let you get this out. Go, say Okay. It. Nightmare Before Christmas, more like Yes Mare Before Christmas. <laughs> so good. That's what it, Yes Mare is so funny. It is one of the funniest things I have ever said and always crickets. So if you're... On Team Yes Mare, let me know. Make it trend. <laughs> As I do every time you say this, I'm going to break down the nomenclature of what you're saying. Mm, mm, mm. Tell me. Yes Mare <laughs> is nothing. Nightmare before Christmas, the opposite of a nightmare, doesn't is a dream, but also night the opposite of night it's day daycare day yeah what do you want to call it the nightmare before christmas more like daycare before christmas that doesn't make any sense no it doesn't <laughs> i all we also that's why we also didn't name the episode that daymare before christmas is the same level the of logic nonsense behind is, yes mare yes mare is, is that nightmare starts with an n and so does no that's the and logic that we loved Nightmare Before Christmas. So, like, Nightmare Before Christmas? More like, yes, Mare Before Christmas. I, you're still so upset about this. We argued about this in bed for, like, an hour. Because I was I, I usually do the last listen to before we upload. Because I love upload the episodes. And, and Dan does the heavy lifting, doing the bulk of the editing for the episodes. And so he was already in bed. And I, like, came and laid down next to him. And I was like... Okay, what should we name this episode? Once this episode comes out, we'll give it we'll give it a couple days for everybody to listen to it, and then we'll put a little poll up to see who who really thinks Yes Mare is anything. I'm letting you know that I'm gonna be the one that writes the poll because I'm a former pollster. And, and she also runs our social media account. <laughs> hey, you tweeted recently. <laughs> yeah, gang, I have access to the Twitter account now, so there's gonna be a lot of shit posting on there. So good luck. 
I don't really use my own Twitter that often, so might as well use this one. All right, let's discuss some of our hiccups in production. I alluded to this earlier, but we had this great idea where the first episodes, we we dropped a bunch, right? We dropped three because we wanted to give people a sense of what this podcast was going to be, that they could binge it, they could yeah, enjoy it. Totally. And it was totally the smart thing to do. Yeah. Two of our most listened to episodes were Home Alone and It's a Wonderful Life, which were one of the first, two of the first three that we released. Absolutely. And it went great. And we, for some reason, had this idea, I think it's because we wanted, I don't know why, that we would drop two episodes on Christmas Day. It's it was like, like a little Christmas gift to sure. our listeners. You got two episodes on Christmas. How fun. Right, right. But I guess we didn't realize that on Christmas Day, people would be with their families and spending not Christmas. listening to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. We... It, it got to be about midweek after we had recorded, and I'm like, wait, who's going to be listening to this? Right, and then by the time that you're catching up, like, Christmas is over, so you're not, you know, so... It's that, a weird time to put out a podcast about a Christmas. Yeah, movie. in retrospect, we're, we're definitely tweaking how our schedule works to learn from this mistake. We're still dropping on Fridays, though, everybody. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, still dropping on Fridays in the a.m., so be sure you're subscribed and everything's all hunky-dory i was also about to say hunky-dory are you look at that that's weird anyway also last year was a very hectic time for me personally because i was in the middle of the 2020 election and i was putting a lot of content and doing a lot of work on the digital front for the 2020 election it was a stressful time for everyone and my schedule was all over the place and my energy to record just wasn't really super there towards the tail end of the year. So we kept having to push recordings over and over and over again. And we didn't get to keep the very beautiful schedule that we had put ahead of time that we would have everything or a lot recorded on the onset. And so the last few episodes we recorded days before uploading. Yeah, week of and then uploaded that friday right thankfully at that point i had been you know editing as kara said the bulk of the audio for our podcast and i had gotten very good at it doing it very quickly and had a pretty good system whereas i (laughs) edited our podcast on GarageBand, which is a mistake and is not a particularly quick one i also was very specific about how quick I wanted it to be. Some of the episodes are a little overproduced because I overproduced them. But, you know, all a learning curve. Mm-hmm. All of this to say that... The last week that we did, we put out two episodes and we watched and recorded both of those episodes within the last week and a half before we put them out. And we decided that we would split up the editing, which yeah. is not normally how we did it. Normally what would happen was I would edit do like the first pass and do like all of like the big the big chunks and like get everything down to basically to a point where it just needed some fine tuning and then Kara would take a pass at it like in a night yeah and that worked that and that's probably what we're gonna do this year again too we also have better editing software we also yeah I've been now editing podcasts for a calendar year and I'm a lot faster right exactly but what happened was we had two episodes so we were just gonna do it where we both did a big chunk of one episode and then flip it and like do the fine tuning of the other episode and i edited the last christmas episode and it took me about like a day to get through it like it was one of the fastest edits i had ever done and i was like great this is done i'm like how's yours coming along and i was on christmas eve still editing muppets christmas carol and i kept the thing anyone who works with like audio or 
media knows that you it's always longer than you think it's going to take. And we had Christmas Eve plans with our two friends. We were celebrating Noche Buena. They had made this fabulous pork dinner. We were going to go to their house. And on the way to their house, on the drive, I was editing in the backseat. Then we like had dinner, this, that, and the other. And on the drive back, I was editing. And then we got home and I realized like, oh my goodness, we are going to be editing. I mean, we got home at like what, 2 a.m.? Yeah. So we edited, I edited until about like 4 a.m. And I was like, I need... There was still like 10 minutes of the episode left yes. to edit. <laughs> 10 minutes of audio editing is probably equates to about two hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, it takes a long time. So he was like, I'm just gonna edit Muppet Christmas Carol. Can you do the last pass of last Christmas and come up with the titles and do all the things? And we uploaded... I think we used to drop the episodes at like 7 or 8 a.m. Like mm -hmm. I would schedule them. And when we were, when I was uploading them, it was past the window where we could schedule yeah. because it was so <laughs> close. Yeah. So it like wouldn't let me do it in, for like under 90 minutes or whatever. And so we just posted it and then went to sleep. Well, actually we opened presents at like oh, the yeah, crack the of sun, dawn. The sun was out and we opened presents. And that was the last time I've pulled an all-nighter. Is that the last time I pulled an all-nighter? Wow, yeah, probably. Probably. We know we're not doing we're this. We're not doing this again. Uh, doing <laughs> this again, and we're scheduling better in in the future because yeah. also there's not an election this year. So. There's also not an election this year, <laughs> and also we're not putting out two episodes. It also was a little bit of a bummer because usually we we drop and we see like the numbers trickle in because people listen in the mornings, you know, on a Friday <laughs> work week, and it was just Christmas Day, so people weren't just not listening. listening. <laughs> you were like, "Why have only like twenty people listened to this?" And I was like, "I don't know. Are people out for?" breakfast sleeping you were probably like it's shocking that 20 people are listening i was like what are they who is listening to a podcast on christmas morning we're also going to at the end of this episode you're going to want to want to stick around because we had some voicemails from some of our friends and some of you that we definitely wanted to highlight i hope it makes sense out of context for you all they are like deep deep cuts ron howard called in which was great we had some stories about friends mistakenly seeing the christmas story on stage yeah and we had some complaints because we mentioned that there should be a love actually style thanksgiving movie so be sure to stick around till the end of the episode to hear that but as a preview of season two babe what are you most excited for honestly one of the things i'm most excited for is just to continue to like engage with our listeners and the All people that friends. we've people that we've become friends with out of season I feel like I still engage with a number of them pretty regularly yeah yeah just excited to be in the loop with everybody more and now that we like have these watch parties more and we haven't started watching movies yet we can yeah. be like hey we're watching this movie it's this date and it's August but does anybody <laughs> want to watch the new Grinch movie <laughs> let us know and we'll send you a link yeah, I'm really excited for that, too. I'm excited for a lot of the movies we have on the docket. We're going to start with Home Alone 2. And y'all know I love a, a New, New York, York City Christmas. Based Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so I'm very excited for, for our first trio of drops. But similarly, I'm excited for the wider Christmas podcast sort of network. I'm the one who does all of our marketing since Dan's more on the like technical side of the podcast. And so I'm in this discord with some really amazing podcasts that I'll, I'll do a follow Friday or something on the 12 Days Pod Twitter for, for all of you to check out. And that has also been a really lovely community. I got the chance to be on a couple of those podcasts last year. If you would like me to be on any of those podcasts or on your podcast to talk about anything Christmas related, be sure to, to hit me up. I'm on 
everything on social media at Kara Zalaya. But yeah, I'm just excited to be doing this and, and having a good time again. I also would like to say that it means the world to us to hear your comments and to hear your takes and to have all of you correct us when we're wrong. Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> we're looking forward to more of our, our, our mishaps. As Dan says every time I start panicking before we record, the, the stakes couldn't be lower with this little show of ours. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> truly the easiest thing to do. And I hope that that has lended itself to a really fun listening experience where you get to know these two people living in Virginia. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, it's great. We love doing it. You know, aside from like anxiety of actually physically recording. Like, yeah, we love doing this. Like we we love Christmas movies like <laughs> It's not a bit. We we actually do. And, and like the concept of the podcast itself is a bit, but like we enjoy it. Yeah. So it's been really wonderful and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Kara. Dan. That's weird. I never call you Kara. <laughs> As we do every episode, it is time for our definitive ranking of our first season. Mm, now, mm, without mm. looking it up. Oh, come on. <laughs> out of 12. What would you give our first season of 12 Days Pod? <laughs> I will give our first season 10 Lords a Leaping. 10? Really? You're giving it a 10? <laughs> is it 10 Lords a Leaping? Is that the right number? Yes, it is. Okay, well then that's... I'm giving our first season 12 Drummers Drumming. <laughs> I was going to give it an 8, but I couldn't remember. <laughs> Wow. I think our podcast is great. I love our podcast, but there was room to improve. And that's all. That's all I'm saying. I that's think okay. It's... We can just get better drummers. Yeah, well, sure, sure, sure. All right. You heard it here first, folks. I 12 out of 12 for me, 8 out of 12 for Kara. <laughs> no, 10. I said 10. <laughs> <laughs> I love our show. I think that this season's going to be even better. I'm excited for new people to find the pod. I'm excited to... Go on other people's podcasts and promote the pod. It's weird that now I have something to yeah. to promote. I'm I am going to write about the pod on Daily Coast this season, which is really exciting. It's, so it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I can't. Wait. I can't wait. I also think it's going to be even better than the last season. I'm going to work on some new music, yeah. maybe to kind of avoid some potential copyright issues. <laughs> um, <coughs> um, but join us next time on October fifteenth yes. when we put out our first three episodes of the season which include home alone 2 die hard and white christmas there is only 155 days until christmas we're right there we're right so there team keep that in mind as you carry out the rest of your summers hopefully they are not as hot as it has been and will continue to be in virginia yeah Virginia is not a good place to spend the summer, guys. Every other season, it's a good place to be. It's very hot, and it's very difficult. Yeah. But thank you all for listening. And as we say every episode, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Hey, Karen, Dan. First of all, loving the pod. I want to make sure I said that off top. 
But I wanted to call in, uh, this is Joe Huggard, and I want to call in with my best Christmas story. This comes from an old roommate of mine who will remain nameless, but he was dating a girl and wanted to do something romantic around Christmas time. And it was only like three, four dates in, so not super long in. And he knew that she didn't know a ton about American culture because I do believe she grew up in Eastern Europe. So he wanted to do something that she definitely would know. And so it's not a Christmas movie. This is a Christmas play, he actually figured out, and he knew that she would know Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, perfect, uh, was showing in Boston, and he got two tickets for them and figured it would be a nice romantic night. They could go, have a date, see the show, yada, yada, yada. Well, the next day, he comes out of his, his room and, and finds me in the living room and says, Joe, did you know that A Christmas Carol and A Christmas Story are two different things. So he got a nice romantic date to something that I believe she had never seen involving a leg lamp and a BB gun. So they didn't have any more dates. Love you guys. I cannot believe that after the indignity of 2010's Valentine's Day, 2011's New Year's Eve, and 2016's Mother's Day, a trilogy of just horrible, multi-story, cliche, loosely holiday-themed movies from Gary Marshall that you would have the audacity to suggest that we do this again for Thanksgiving, our greatest food-based holiday. Don't do this to me. Don't. You have already stomped all over Thanksgiving's month with your Christmas podcast that you started in October, and now this. When does it end? When does it end? I love you both. Bye. Hi, Kara and Dan. This is Oscar-winning director Ron Howard. Please excuse my voice. I've come down with a bit of a cold, and I'm not quite feeling myself, but it's come to my attention that your podcast includes some disparaging comments about my version of The Grinch. I have to say, this really hurt my feelings. Of all the films I've made, this is the one that's my most autobiographical, tracing all the way back to my own childhood in the entertainment industry. I hate to say this, but I never expected such grinchiness from folks who at one point I would have considered my biggest fans. Love the pod, but needless to say, I'm very disappointed. Ron Howard, signing off. <laughs>